You are tuned in to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, the founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders, sharing their testimonies and the work they're doing for the Lord. In Matthew 6.33, Jesus reminds us, Seek first God's kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. We hope this program will encourage you to do just that. Now here's your host, Marina Maria. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Pastor Ashley Granholm from Alajay, Georgia. Pastor Ashley is a revivalist, prophetic worship leader, fierce lover of Jesus, author, founder of the Magdala School of Apostolic Ministry, and creator of Be Free TV. She is married to Greg Granholm and a mother of three beautiful children. By the grace of Jesus Christ, Ashley is a survivor of abuse and deception from the cult religion of Mormonism. Her mission is that of Isaiah 61, to set the captives free through mentoring, personal ministry, and inner healing. Ashley is passionate about renewing our minds in the Word of God, the Holy Bible, and carries an anointing to usher believers into an encounter with the love and grace of Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, so they may embrace true freedom through Jesus Christ and be free. Thank you, Pastor Ashley, for returning to Faith City Outreach to share your testimony of being set free from the cult religion of Mormonism. Thank you so much, Marina, for inviting me. I'm so delighted to be here today with you. God bless you. God bless you too. And I'm looking forward to hearing your testimony. And I know uh, thousands of listeners out there that are listening to this testimony are also very, very interested in hearing your testimony. Pastor Ashley, please share your testimony about who introduced you to the cult religion of Mormonism, which caused you to experience abuse and deception. Yes. So I was actually born into Mormonism. My family line generationally goes back to the very beginning, to the original 12 disciples, if you will, of Joseph Smith, who's the founder of the Mormon church. And so I'm a descendant of Parley P. Pratt, and he was a polygamist. He had many wives. He actually was shot to death multiple times by a disgruntled husband for a final wife that he took. So his life did not end well. And that is how we know cult religions can, can be. They can take you down a path of destruction. And so generationally, my family line on my mother and on my father's side is through Parley P. Pratt. On my mother's side, also generationally Mormons for four or five generations. So this is, uh, this is a big deal that Jesus set me free. And it all has to do with identity identity in Christ. I love to empower believers about your identity in Jesus out of Ephesians one, which is from before the foundation of the world that he called you, chose you for knew you predestined you. And he has known you and given you a purpose for your life. He's, you've got a book of life and he's written in it promises and plans and blessings and things for you to do. And so when these kinds of really remarkable things happen to us and each, each person has a story you know, of what God is doing in their life. When something remarkable, miraculous happens like this, it's because of identity. It's because of who you are in the Lord, in Christ Jesus. And so Jesus knew 
okay, Ashley's going to be born into this Mormon family and someday she's going to wake up. I'm going to wake her up and she's going to have a revelation of me. And then there's going to be a perfect right appointed time. As the scripture says, we have an appointed hour of salvation. And that happened for me. And I'll tell you about that in a moment. But that's how I got out. It was because I had an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ and the power of God that delivered me in, in, in a miraculous, powerful way right out of Mormonism. So I was born into it, was in it for 38 years. By the time I hit age 38, I had three autoimmune diseases, fibromyalgia, Epstein-Barr, and chronic fatigue. I couldn't get healed. I was spending half my time in bed every day. Meanwhile, trying to, you know, serve in the church at least 20 plus hours, 30 hours a week. I was always in leadership because that's my identity. God's made me a leader and 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 to lead people to him. But um, I was exhausted and and very ill and had a lot of trauma from abuse. So it was not in good way. At, at age 38, but that was the, the, the age of deliverance for me, which is interestingly biblical. You know, the, the stories of people being the woman uh, that was bent over the man who had the infirmity of 38 years. So there's an interesting, that's an interesting number. Trinity and covenant three and eight is a powerful year to get delivered. You shared that you had an encounter with the Lord, please share about that uh, more. I want to hear about this encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. I said the presence of God over me as we go into this part because it's still so beautiful and miraculous and wonderful what God did for me. So I was going through a very difficult time of life. I was struggling with my faith. I was sick. I was in an abusive relationship, which was my marriage in the Mormon faith. Um, I was being manipulated and just very depleted, very exhausted. And after three near death experiences, I finally decided, you know what? I don't think that this is, and Mormons call God heavenly father, my heavenly father's plan for me. I don't think that he created me to be beaten down, abused, and almost killed three times. I think that maybe I need to leave. But leaving the marriage was extremely frightening because in the Mormon faith, if you leave the, your marriage, you lose, you forfeit your, your good standing and, and the Mormon faith to where, you know, you may not even end up being in the they have these levels of heaven. You won't be in the third level of heaven in the celestial kingdom if you leave your marriage and you don't stay in the Mormon church. And I wasn't considering just leaving my marriage. I was considering leaving my marriage because I was considering leaving the church. And I knew that he would not want to go. And it was a very, oh my goodness, just talk about tearing, just tearing your heart, tearing your flesh, tearing everything, tearing. It was just so excruciating and difficult. No one understood. No one could empathize. They all thought I was crazy. Um, but I had, I had asked Jesus into my heart when I was 12. And I shared this on our last interview in a hospital room. And I truly believe that that was an, a moment of transferring, that, that God transferred me from the domain of darkness into the kingdom of God's son in that hour. And that I'd had favor on my life. And, and, and I even had spiritual gifts that were already activated in my life. I had great favor. I had 
wisdom beyond my years. I had spiritual wisdom. I had an anointing. I was worship leading, singing. I was creating CDs uh, and I was leading in the Mormon community. But there was an extra kick, which was the Holy Spirit was in me. You know, I had the blessing of God on my life already, but I didn't know it. I was in bondage. I was seeing everything through the lens of Mormonism. So when I finally reached that, that Sheol place of rock bottom and cried out to God, I had had, I had had to file several police reports during this marriage. And it was interesting how God used police officers to speak to me, to go to a certain church in a suburb of Atlanta. That was a mega church, non-denominational Christian church. And finally I went and I heard a message about grace that changed my life and about, about Abraham believing God by faith and God considering Abraham righteous and justified because of believing him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what, you know, because all my life, everything was about works, works, works. You know, you can believe mm -hmm. God, but if you don't have the works, if you don't obey, if you don't follow every last rule, you will not make the grade. You will not go to heaven. That's what I was under. And so that shook my, my world. And I remember just crying. I was in the front row of this mega church. I think I distracted this poor pastor. You know, I'm just sobbing on the front row because the Holy Spirit was washing over me, just witnessing in my spirit. This is true. This is true. And, you know, so then, you know, fast forward, you know, six, seven months later, and I'm just trying to move forward, but I'm, I'm stuck. And I cried out to God. Heavenly Father, if this grace message, if this grace thing, that you could love me where I'm at, that you could forgive me where I'm at without earning it or going through 12 steps of repentance for a year and then getting these approvals from these committees and, oh my goodness, if you could just forgive me where I'm at, you know, I really like, it was like I hoped against hope. I'd like to believe that that could maybe be true for me. You know, it was like that. I was just like having a conversation with my heavenly father, could you do that for me? And Marina, I'm just going to tell you the, the, the heavens open. I mean, the glory of God fell poured over me. Now this is going to blow your mind. The very first song I ever penned is called pour over me. <laughs> Fill me with light, pour over me, your mercy tonight, pour over me, make me whole. That's pour beautiful. So I had Holy Spirit prophesying over my life and I just didn't even know, you know? So that's mm. what happened. The glory of God just poured over me and I began to experience some things that I didn't understand. I was sobbing. First of all, just sobbing because when the glory of God falls, you are overcome. You, you know, it's emotional. This, and we've seen this in Christian churches, people getting delivered, people getting healed. It's emotional. I'm crying. I'm, I'm alone in my bed. And I'm rolling around in my bed. I'm flopping around like a fish. And I'm not doing that to myself. And I remember thinking, what is happening to me? I'm like flailing around, coughing, <laughs> coughing, coughing, coughing. So all these demons are coming out of me. That's what that was. Didn't know at the time, but I'm a deliverance minister. And I know what that is now. The coughing, the deliverance from your belly. I mean, it was like, you know, this this stuff was just coming out of me and I'm rolling around and I'm weeping. And then, and then wham out, out in the spirit, knocked out for almost 24 hours in the spirit and Holy spirit just did surgery on me, 
just healing me, ministering to me. I woke up the next day. My children were with their father that weekend because I was going through a divorce. I woke up the next day and I remember thinking, where am I? And feeling immediately refreshed and alert and at no pain. I hopped out of bed and I remember just pacing out my around my bedroom, just being like, what, what time is it? What day, what day is it? What's going on? And I was just healed, different, delivered. I made phone calls that very day and began canceling, canceling a country music career that I had rolling forward with an international single and radio play. And I said, nope, not doing that. I mean, it was just like, I suddenly had this laser focused discernment. That's not for me. And I just started moving forward with a new life. My social group completely changed. I began to understand the word of God. It began to just open to me. My spiritual eyes were open. So I believe that I was literally baptized in the Holy Spirit that day. I put my faith in Jesus. I received grace. Now, let's just talk for a minute about what, what a miracle that is. Because no one assisted me. But the word of God says, and I wish I had the verse in front of me, that Jesus said, I interceded when there was no one to help. That's what Jesus did for me. He interceded. He stood in the gap. And I got delivered from Mormonism. And that is why I have a chain-breaking, powerful, Holy Spirit-filled, grace-centric, anointed ministry. It is not because... I'm so great, or I got so many seminary degrees, or whatever. It is because Jesus said so. Jesus said, her, now, deliver her. And he did that because of my identity. So it's a mystery, and I'm in awe. I'm in awe of God. I'm humbled every day. I'm just like, wow, I just can't ever get over being grateful that God did that for me. Because without that kind of a supernatural deliverance, you won't get free of Mormonism. And that's what my ministry really is coming into is not just Mormons, but anybody in cult religion, occult religions. God sent me to Ghana to minister to people over there. They worship the spider God. I mean, come on, you know, there's stuff going on in Africa. You can't imagine And I have this anointing that God put in me to walk in Africa on the soil in Africa and stand before Kings and minister in parliament and preach in their churches fearlessly. Because I know God is with me and I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. So it's supernatural. That's how you get out of Mormonism. That's how you get out of any cult. Maybe other cults, you know, you, it's a different story. But for Mormonism, they have just enough truth that they're really in bondage because they, they believe in Jesus, but they don't know who he really is. And that's the sad part. They don't know he's God. They don't know the chain breaking power of Jesus. They don't worship Jesus. So Mormonism is tricky because you think, you know, and you think you're a Christian, but you're actually not. And that's hard for people to hear. It was okay. hard for me to hear. It offended me. And I know I've offended people telling them, but you don't believe in the same Jesus Mormons. You don't believe in the same Jesus that Christians do. And let me tell you why. And then watch the demons start manifesting. I mean, they just start, they just start yelling, getting angry. You know, the relationship's over. So I think the Lord has just given me a platform here internationally to speak about Mormonism. And then anyone who hears that the Holy Spirit leads to hear, they can hear when they're ready to hear. 
because trying to like trying to tell my family, my children, my ex-husband, you know, they have to have a revelation of Jesus. They're not just going to take it on my word. And they shouldn't. I mean, they should have a revelation from Jesus. But it, that's the challenge of getting a Mormon set free. But God can do it. God's able. He, it's not too hard for God. So you said that they have to have a revelation from Jesus, but they have to want it. Yes. And they right? have to get to a rock bottom in their life where, like, where look where I was. I was basically losing everything. Everything. Divorce family, friends, possibly my children, almost lost my sanity, <laughs> was losing my health, was going to lose my house. I had never worked outside of the home. I was a stay-home mom who taught music and wrote music and was releasing a country album that was doing very well. But, you know, my family generationally were, were professional musicians. So I was just doing what we, what I love and what I'm good at, but I didn't make any money. You know, I mean, how was I going to support myself? How was I going to survive? I remember a beautiful moment when I had $70 in my bank account and I had no other money to my name. And the Lord told me to sow it as a seed. This was after my encounter as a tithe. And I didn't even know where to tithe because I wasn't committed at any church. And so I just tithed it to the Mormon church. And that might sound crazy, but that's what I believed God wanted me to do. And I just trusted God. Well, you're in charge of this money. You know, three days later, I received $700 in food gift certificates from a Mormon family in my mailbox. They didn't know what was going on with me, but they had met me briefly. And I guess it touched their hearts. But see, look at the faithfulness of God. Even when you're getting out of corruption, he's still fighting for you. He's still making a way for you. And from that day forward, I've been a tither. And I want to give you a testimony that my life is much like Job's. I lost everything and was given a hundredfold back. I live on a hundred acre farm in Georgia. It's a beautiful piece of land with 360 degree mountain views. I, I have debt free. I have no salary in the ministry, but God provides for me in every way. I'm not struggling. I'm doing very well. We have a beautiful family, a beautiful ministry, and every relationship that God wanted me to maintain is maintained. I have a relationship with all three of my children, and I'm very grateful for that. I'm remarried to a good Christian man who loves God. I mean, God has given me everything, and I have an international ministry. I mean, what more could a girl want? <laughs> so I'm very blessed. And and I want to just give testimony to the faithfulness of God. That if you will obey him, it might be frightening, but he is faithful. He is faithful. If he has called you out of Mormonism, I'm just speaking to anybody listening right now. If you believe God is calling you out of Mormonism, trust that Jesus is your defender and that he will arise over you. Isaiah 61, arise and shine for my, the light has shined on you. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. That's what God spoke to me when I came out of Mormonism. I'm shining my light on you. I'm shining my light in the darkness. And you're not going to sit alone in darkness anymore. You're going to be free. And he gave me the image of a bird flying out of a cage. And he told me, be free, Ashley, be free. He set me free. I didn't even know Isaiah 61 about what Jesus had read from the scrolls and the 
The spirit of the Lord God is upon me for the Lord has anointed me to, to speak, bring good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to release the prisoners from captivity. What captivity are we talking about? We're talking about spiritual captivity. That was the problem when Jesus came to the earth. The Jewish Pharisees, Sadducees, the rabbis, they were putting the people in bondage. And Jesus, and of course, Satan and the curse and the fall, but there was religious bondage going on. And there's the bondage from the curse of the fall that Jesus had to reverse when he came and became the sacrificial lamb for us so that we could be forgiven of our sins. I'm preaching the gospel now. So, I mean, but this is, I didn't even know that chapter of the Bible when Jesus started saying through the Holy Spirit, be free, be free, Ashley. So that's why I named the ministry Be Free. And um, it's it's a powerful a message that remains. And it's really about forgiveness. It's really about forgiving others, forgiving yourself. The Lord spoke something very clear to me. Faith and forgiveness leads to freedom. Faith in Jesus Christ, that he is one with the Father and the Holy Spirit. He is God. And forgiveness. Luke 7, 47, you know, those who love little, forgive little, those who've been forgiven of much, love much. When you've been encountered the love of Jesus, you're going to forgive because he's forgiven you. So forgiveness is a key. And it's the one thing that can keep you out of heaven. Unforgiveness. Forgiveness is a key. And then freedom. You'll never be free unless you have a relationship with Jesus and you've learned the power of forgiveness and you've received forgiveness. Amen. Pastor Ashley, for those who are listening and who are in bondage to a cult religion, what can they say right now? What can they say to the Lord in order to be set free? You know, they can just say, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you're the son of God who came to die for my sins. And I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and even try to believe in faith that you are God. And if Holy Spirit is moving over your heart right now and you feel that you can say that, that you can acknowledge that Jesus is literally one with the Father and the Holy Spirit, that he is God, the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that you would choose to believe that today. Simply, simply ask Jesus to enter into your heart and be the Lord of your life, to take control and surrender all the things that you thought you knew to Jesus right now and just ask him to come and visit you in your heart. Would you like to take us? Spirit. Would you like to take us to the, there? Yes. Feel the yes. Holy spirit moving right now. Yes. So father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray for those who are listening, who would like to know Jesus in this way, father, we just pray in the name of Jesus to just pray this prayer with me. Father, I thank you that you sent your son, Jesus, to die for me on the cross so that I could be forgiven of my sins. I repent, Father, of my sins right now. And I thank you for your grace that covers my sins. I thank you for your blood that was poured out on the cross and in the Garden of Gethsemane to cover my sins so that I could be forgiven by the power of your blood through faith in you, Jesus, and by the power of your grace. I thank you, Lord for forgiving me, for dying for me. I know you rose on the third day and that you are in heaven interceding for me. I receive that by faith and I ask for the Holy Spirit to enter me now 
and to seal me to God. I thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, for your love, and for your mercy. Thank you for forgiving me. And thank you for setting me free. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Ashley, for that. We have a few minutes left, and I really felt the Holy Spirit just leading us to the salvation prayer. Um, I know that many listeners were mm-hmm. are going to be or are listening right now, and um, I know they're struggling to get out of any cult religion, and they probably don't know the words to speak um, about escaping or just to getting out to being set free and so that just hit my heart for you to lead us into the salvation prayer I thought it was very interesting that you said that you didn't have a mentor that it was just basically the Lord just guiding you through and normally people have mentors was there anybody though afterwards not necessarily mentoring you but just guided you in the path that Jesus wanted you to go to Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, fortunately, I started attending that church. You know, I was attending that church when this happened to me in in, uh, Roswell, Georgia, a nice big uh, church with a great support team. And I I joined a women's small group. And I also enrolled in Bible training for leaders and future pastors and began to be instructed about the word of the Lord. I I didn't enroll in that though for four years. For four years, I began to devour the Bible on my own. So I was going to church every Sunday. I was listening to every podcast I could. And I was, um, you know, joining these small groups and being around other women. And the Lord raised up a couple ladies, uh, different women at different times to pray for me, to come alongside me. I remember one woman saying, I'd like to meet with you in my house. If you'd like to come, we could just have lunch and talk. And it turned out she was spiritually helping me. You know, she, she had heard the Lord say, come alongside Ashley, help her. And she did. She helped me for a season. And, and, you know, then I went through a whole ministry uh, training for how to run a ministry later on. And there's been, you know, there's a wonderful resource that I found out about only a few years ago that I wish I had heard about early. And it's called salvation encounter salvation encounter.com is an incredible website with resources the freedom manual manual one and two are phenomenal um culture shift is a phenomenal manual uh, bible study but there's it's not just a bible study there's deliverance prayers it's very holy spirit filled and it's very biblical Scripture is the basis of everything they're saying. This is not someone's opinion. These are manuals, and they're used by YWAM, Youth with a Mission, is a wonderful organization, mm-hmm. huge international organization. So they have a Bible school, a DTS, that when, when their missionaries come and they train them, they use these materials. That's how I found out about it. So um, Jesus, um, the Jesus, I want to remember the, the name of that one. Jesus Encounter is one of the manuals, Freedom Manual, Culture Shift Manual, Brave Love Manual. There's even a Culture Shift Marriage. Now, these are not my materials, so I'm not going to make any money off of telling you about this. I just want you to know about this. It's never about the money. This is a wonderful resource. 
and it will help you get free. It's been the most powerful that I have found. Um, I also enrolled in some Bible school classes at a spirit-filled church and learned about miraculous healing because I would pray for people and they would get healed. Thank you for listening to Pastor Ashley Gronholm's testimony about being set free from the cult religion of Mormonism. Stay tuned for part two of her testimony in the next interview. Thank you for listening to Global Gospel Worship Radio with Marina Maria, where all the nations praise the Lord with Christian international music and radio programs. For more information about our radio ministry, please go to globalgospelworshipradio.org. Now we'd like to bless you with this scripture from Numbers 6, 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thanks for listening.